Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, football fans across the nation and around the world. This is Tim May with yet another Tim May podcast. And man, I'm joined in my in the cockpit of this magnificent flying machine this week by a fellow who I don't mind putting this airplane's hands into. Uh, and it is Johnny Dixon. Johnny Dixon, welcome back to the Tim May Podcast. How you doing, Tim, man? Thanks for having me again. And by the way, I screwed that up. I want to say this airplane's controls into the hands of Johnny Dixon. You know what I mean? <laughs> if an airplane had hands, oh, my goodness, look out. But, uh, but I digress. I like to self-correct as I go along, Johnny, as you well know. But uh, Johnny Dixon, formerly Ohio State uh, wide receiving star among the three amigos. Just think, Johnny, if there'd been NIL, but when you guys played, y'all would have at least gotten free meals at like El Vaquero or something, right? I mean, it's it's crazy where college football has gone in the last several years, right? Right, man. At least could have got me like a 2006 Honda or something. Yeah. <laughs> something that runs, right? <laughs> something, that, something that comes at least with jumper cables. I'm, I'm with you. Go ahead. Yeah. Something, but no, those guys are living good right now, man. And I'm, you know, I can't be mad at it at all. Hey, real, real quick, before I jump into you know, stuff about you, are are you still a little bit stunned? And I'm not knocking this, you know. I've been advocating you guys should have shared in the wealth 30, 40 years ago. But uh, uh, are you are you still stunned to see C.J. Stroud turning down a Bentley for a for a Mercedes AMG, something a G wagon or something like that? I mean, is is it stunning what is what is legal now? Yeah, I mean, it's a little different. It's a lot different, actually, um, just from what we're used to. Um, <laughs> you, you take a bite of food, you know, you're getting in trouble. So, um, yeah, yeah I'm great. You know what they're allowing the kids to do now. I mean, they deserve it. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, yeah, they do deserve it. It's just crazy. I don't know where it's all going. We'll get into that in a minute. I, I want to know where you're going. Uh, basically, right now, you're in the USFL. You've been tearing it up playing for the New Orleans Breaker. Wait, New Orleans Breakers, do I have that right? Yep. Yeah, the Breakers. Boy, they're going to need the Breakers. They're supposed to be a high hurricane season this year. Nice. Thankfully, though, you guys are actually playing for New Orleans, but you're living in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, uh, explain what it's like uh, right now, USFL. Uh, you, you're basically trying to still get your toe in the water of the NFL. If I'm, if, you know, if, I'm sure that's what, what this is all about, but has uh, it been – has it been sort of a godsend to, to, to have this spring league uh, that could possibly keep your football career alive? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I think it's good. I think it's something good for people that's trying to get back in, into the league. And, you know, some people are satisfied playing here. So, you know, nothing's wrong with that either. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's a good kickstart for people. Um, definitely that's what I'm using it for, you know, to get back to where I think I belong. And um, so, yeah, it's been good, man. I can't complain. Hey. You're getting the ball thrown to you. I think the latest stats I saw were you have like 34 catches this season. Uh, we've seen a lot, of, a lot of the highlights. You might have more than that. That might have been a week late. But uh, bottom line is, Johnny, you're one of the stars of your team, right? What, what does it feel like to just be vital again on a football team? Um, it feels good. Um, I haven't had that 
that uh, this opportunity since Ohio State. So, um, you know, it's been good to be just one of the guys, you know, being able to go out there and make plays, you know, just do what I love to do. Yeah. How did you how did you get hooked up with the USFL? I mean, explain to people what the mechanism was going from sitting there being a free agent to suddenly playing in the USFL. How did that all come about? Yeah, um, um, it started with my agent um, just sending me some stuff out. Um, you know, I wasn't really paying attention to it at first. I didn't think I was going to do it. And, um, you know, my wife ended up telling me I should go try it. So, um, yeah, that's re- how I really got here, my agent and my wife. <laughs> yeah. I said, you know, I'll go out here and give it, you know, a, you know, to try. And I saw the people were getting on our team as well. So, you know, I was like, why not? Why not go give it another chance? You know, maybe it helped, you know, jumpstart my career back up. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, but I mean, but but you went from there to a tryout situation. Where was the tryout, by the way? Or, or I mean, you got to show you got the goods right, or how, how did that work? Um, I think it went off more of like um, college highlights and has he been in the NFL and things like that. And you know, I think it, it was more of that, um, you know, watching a old film and things like that, I think was, was where they, you know, chose who they were going to take on their team. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, we've heard of the three amigos. Where's that third amigo? Where's he hanging out? Is that what they said? <laughs> I got you, man. Hey, uh, well, this, you know, uh, are you making a decent living doing this? I explain to people financially how it's it's at least impacting you in some form or fashion. Yeah, I mean, you just put money in your pockets at the end of the day. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's not even all about that, though, at the end of the day. like about you know setting you up for what's next and again it's only a few months you know throughout the year so you know it, it puts enough in your pockets for now that's for sure um luckily I got a wife at home that's working hard too so you know we're able to provide for our babies but um yeah like I said three three or four months and you know it's just giving you enough for three or four months for sure yeah uh but here's your plan your plan is to play football all the way till February right I mean and that's your plan Absolutely. Hook up with a team headed for the Super Bowl and just keep playing football. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Explain that dream, Johnny. Where does, it, where does that dream come from? What drives that dream? Well, I've had that dream since I was a little kid. Um, just playing in the neighborhood every day, all day. Um, I always wanted to be an NFL player. You know, I saw guys like Devin Hester who came from the same neck of the woods as me. So he gave us the light, you know, to, to be able to, to tell ourselves that we can go and do it. Um, so for me, it's just been my whole life. That's all I ever wanted to do. You know, that's all I ever knew growing up. What does a wide receiver, because you've been in some NFL camps, what does a wide receiver, you know, in the bottom line, final analysis, what does he have to prove in a camp to show that he is viable and that it, that he's reliable, that he's uh, trying to think of another word that rhymes with viable, but, uh, but, but that he can – help a football team. What have you figured out through this process over the last several years that, you know, to, to make that final leap and be a regular NFL player? What, what, what is it you got to prove as a wide receiver, you think? Um, I think one thing is, well, a guy in my situation, I said a big thing is special team. Um, that's how you get into the, do- get in the door. Um, you know, a guy that was undrafted and things like that. So biggest thing, special teams, you know, another thing is staying healthy and, I would say preseasons and practice when you get a chance, you got to, you got to take advantage of it. Yeah. You know, I'm watching hard knocks. Was it last year or year before last with the Dallas Cowboys? And there's that 
they really don't focus on you, but there's that one scene where all you guys are sitting in the meeting team meeting room, you know, waiting to hear your fate and stuff. What is that? What is that moment like for a pro football player to know you put your heart and soul into something, but that probably you're still not going to get that tap, you know, at the end of the at the end of the day. Well, well, just put people in your mind in your your framework there. What what you're thinking from a future standpoint, from that immediate moment standpoint, to know you've busted your butt, but you know, for one reason or another, they've gone another direction. Right. Yeah. Um. I would say my my first time. Um. I, I I know I was kind of up and down about it. Um, trying to you know gather the, the answers to myself, and um, you know it was it was something new. You know I've never been cut before. Yeah. You know, college things like that. So um, for me it was just taking it in stride, and as I got you know went on through my years, it was like you know I kind of knew you kind of know like um at the end of the day what it's going to be if you're going to be there or not um. Sometimes you don't, most of, but most of the times I would say you do. So um, for me, man, it's just all about it. when it happens, it's going to happen eventually to, to almost everybody. So you just yeah. got to be ready for the next step, man. When it happens, you just got to get back into, into training and just be ready for the next moment, you know, the next opportunity. Yeah, and I, I guess there's a part of you too. I mean, you never know when you're going to call back, so to speak, right? Kind of like being a movie actor. Uh, yeah. you, you don't want to necessarily burn a bridge on the way out the – on the way out the on the way out of the castle, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, most the, go ahead. Keep, most of the times they keep it real with you. You know, they tell you what you could have done better and you know things like that. So, you know, sometimes you just gotta take it on the chin and just be ready for the next opportunity. And hopefully it comes. And sometimes it don't. And sometimes you know you you play in the, the, the summer leagues and you know like I said there's nothing wrong with that. You know you still yeah. get a chance. Yeah, but but if you notice through through your career so far, do some guys get the benefit of the doubt? You know what I mean, and some guys don't. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, no, I, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Some guys get it off names and you know potential and things like that. So, in my situation, you can't really complain about it. You know, it's going to happen. So, you know, you just got to go out there and put your best foot forward. You know, keep working. What is it like to see yourself for the last couple of well, last month or so, month and a half? to see yourself in highlights on like ESPN or wherever, what, what is that like to, to watch yourself actually making plays and helping a team win games, you know, but mainly you're out there playing your game the, the way you've always played it. I mean, what, what, what is that, what is that feeling like? Feels good, man. And, you know, you get your little spotlight and, for me, it's just something I can um, show my kids, you know, later on in life, you know, that I was able to get to every level. Maybe I wasn't, you know, as good as I wanted to be, but, you know, I got to every level. And when I grew up, that's, that was the plan, you know, make yeah. it every, so, you know, I did what I, I did. So, like I said, it feels good for sure. You know, and the people around you, they, they appreciate it and they, they love it. So yeah. It feels smiles on other faces as well. Yeah. Sure. And you, yeah. And you have played in the NFL. Let's not, let's not discount that. That's my, my point is, uh, but it, what, what I'm getting to here is, it, is, is this been a godsend for you? How would you describe just this league? You know, I mean, these leagues have kind of come and gone and stuff. Uh, and yet it is allowing you to put stuff on video suddenly. I mean, what, how would you, how would you describe what, what it is meant, what it is meant you think to your career going forward? I think it's good. Um, a lot of guys are here to get the film. So um, I think that's important, you know, to be able to to come here, get the film, feel like one of the guys, you know, so 
Yeah, I mean, definitely the biggest thing is just getting that film right now and just being being able to be a part of a good receiving core and be one of the guys, you know, it feels good for sure. All right, they, they get all you guys together and they go, fellas, you're playing for New Orleans. Hey, you guys are playing for Michigan. You guys are playing for wherever, but you're all going to live in greater Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you think about the, what did you think about the concept going in? And then number two, how's it worked out? But give me what you thought about the concept going in. At first, I really didn't think too much about it. I'm just like, oh, you know, it'll be all right. Probably a huge hotel. But um, honestly, it hasn't been weird at all. I mean, most of the times, you know, the guy, you know, a lot of people that's going to be here. The funniest thing to me is like when people, you know, go back and forth on the field. But like, you know, you get to the hotel. It is what it is. Nothing's going to really happen. It's it's part of the game. So, um, you know, I think it's been it's been a it's been it's been okay. You know, it's been smooth. Um, yeah, but I, I barely leave my hotel room, so yeah, no, it's, it's it's been smooth. It's definitely something different, but hasn't been bad at all. I wouldn't say. Where, where exactly are y'all? I mean, where where is your hotel? What is it in a suburb or is it in like Hoover or somewhere like that, Vestavia Hill? I mean, where, where's your where's your hotel? Honestly, it's right across from UA's UAB Stadium. I don't even know you know what location we're in. Arlington. Yeah. Like that, maybe I don't know. Yeah, but but yeah, you're on the southwest side of, of uh, I think southwest side or whatever of Birmingham. But let me ask you that. Uh, so y'all play in that stadium, right? Yeah, we played most of our games here, and then we played one at the old like stadium, Legion Field. Yeah, dude, Bear Bryant used to walk up and down that sideline. Alabama played three or four home games a year there. I mean, that's where Alabama Auburn played until about 20, 20, 20 25 years ago. I mean that. That place is legendary. Of course, as you can also tell, it's sort of falling apart now. <laughs> Phil wasn't bad. Um, the bleachers yeah. look like updated, things like that. But um, yeah, in the locker room, these a, a major update. The showers, the toilets. Yeah, those are some old school things for sure. <laughs> well, that, here, that, that, that place has been in limbo because they, they don't know whether to, to enhance it or tear it down. So, you know what I mean? Then you end up with something like that. I mean, that's what kind of reminds me of old Cleveland Stadium before they finally built uh, Jacob Field and, and the place where the Browns play now. I mean, everybody swore by that place. I said, you know, if Jim Brown had never played here, you'd never think this place was legendary. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it was, it was – I hated that stadium myself. I had to cover Browns games and, and Indians games. But, but yeah, Legion Field is really interesting. Uh, but also, I wanted to get your take on this. When you watch these games on television, there's crowd noise and stuff. Mm -hmm. What is it like in the stadium? Um, the, the best games are when you're playing against Birmingham or Birmingham just playing. Um, they have fans. We have um, family members come out and things like that. So it's not as loud as Birmingham, but um, sometimes it's nice. Um, you know, you get good crowd reaction, but like Birmingham games are, are the ones for sure. But, but sometimes does it feel almost like a scrimmage? I mean, an inter-squad scrimmage? I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, you know, yeah. you know, the coach is either yelling or somebody's, you know, cheering, but it's not, you know, Johnny Dixon just scored a touchdown. You know, you know what I mean? Go ahead. Oh, you, you can hear everything from the stands. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. <laughs> definitely like a scrimmage uh, out there. But, um, you know, people don't really pay too much um, attention to it. You know, we go out there, we just try to make our plays and do what we can while we're out there. Who is a guy, who is a player in that league that's caught your eye uh, besides yourself when you watch video? <laughs> but who is, who is a player that's caught your eye like, man, you know what? We got some – 
pretty good players running around here, you know, uh, and here's one of them. But why are we in the league? You know what I mean? Type the, the NFL. But but who's a, give me a player that's definitely caught your eye over the last couple of months. And um, I would say just not not about nobody from my team. Um, I would say Turpin played at TCU. Yeah. He's been special. Um, man, the things he do with the ball are crazy. Him, um, uh, my dude from Birmingham, another receiver. Um, man, I can't think of his name right now. But, um, yeah, th- those two guys have been electric. Um, it's been a few guys. Just one guy that plays for Michigan. I can't think of his name either. But, um, no, it's a, it's been a lot of talented people. Um, definitely, like, I watched the games or, you know, watched the film and, they definitely have some guys playing in this league that can definitely play on the next level, you know, no doubt about it. Yeah, and I was going to say, this isn't, like you said, this isn't pick up football in the backyard. I mean, all of you guys are trying to trying to prove something, and I would think it would it makes it probably as competitive as anything probably you've played in from the standpoint of everybody wants to prove they belong, right, and they, they deserve a shot in the NFL. It's kind of like that feeling, isn't it? I mean, I would think there's a little bit of a – uh, what do you want to call it? A, a, a must-do kind of situation for everybody. Urgency. Do, do you uh, sense that? Yeah, no. It's a lot of respect amongst the amongst the players. Me myself, I'm a big players guy, so yeah. You know, I like to watch people and what they do, and um, you know, pick their pick their game, you know, and see what I can pick from those, and you know, put into my game. But um, yeah, I mean, for me. You know, I just love the game, and, you know, I love players. And so I go out here and, you know, I do my thing, but I also watch, you know, people from other teams and, you know, how special they can be. But um, definitely everybody's got that time clock. Um, knowing you got to try to be one of the best in the league, go out and make, you know, every play that you can. But um, I would say it's definitely a lot of respect amongst guys, you know, for sure. Yeah. Johnny, you know, you and I have known each other for a long time, believe it or not, man. That's how long you've been – we've known uh, – we've been around each other uh, – uh, I've always thought you're one of those guys, man, pushed into a corner, you know, wow, just like at Ohio State, people almost gave up on you. And yep. boom, next thing you know, wow, you have a great year along with the, along with your other, uh, as I called you guys, you graduados, because y'all all like, graduated by the time you left. <laughs> but uh, the three amigos, but uh, do, do, you, do you have that sense right now? I mean, is there an urgency, but also the fact that given a shot, you're you're proving you do belong, right? I mean, it, it's, it's it's I would think it's kind of a weird dynamic going on for you that uh, you know that you you do think you belong at the next level, right? Absolutely, uh, I think I do. Um, I might not be the one or the two, but I definitely go out there and make plays. So um, I've always felt that way. Um, even when I was hurt, I always had the edge about me. I always knew I could do it, and then yeah. that was another. I pushed back to you know be on the field just to be able to show that, and like you said, like. A lot of people did give up on me. They didn't think I would be in a position like this, you know, to this day. So, you know, it is what it is, man. I've always been pushing to that corner and I always fought my way out. So I know. I was going to say, I want to, you know, this is a leading question. If you don't want to answer, it's fine. But if you hadn't had that history of the first couple of three years at Ohio State, when you're, you know, when you were dealing with that chronic knee situation, et cetera, do you think you'd be on an NFL team right now? You understand what I'm saying? Do you think there are doubts out there that people, you still have to fight? Yeah, I think I would have been drafted. Um, I think I would have had a much better career at Ohio State, um, if I'm being honest. I think I would have – people call me legend, but um, you know what it is. I think I would have been able to 
to definitely put myself in the books in a better situation. But you know, it is what it is, man. I don't know, I know. if I would have been, I don't know if I would have been as man I am today if I didn't go through what I went through. So, you know, I take it with a grain of salt and I keep pushing, man. And, you know, it is what it is, man. I know I can play the game, you know, things like that. So yeah, that's why I'm pushing. I know I can do it. I was going to say, man, there's already, I know you, I know you're picking up on the buzz out there. There's buzz out there about you, you know I mean? Uh, heck just, Chicago Bears could use you, et cetera. You know, every time you look at something, there's a little bit of a rumor going around about Johnny Dixon. Can't wait to get him into an NFL camp. Uh, now that he's, you know, showing people what he can do. But uh, you like you like to hear that, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's good. But, you know, at this point, I really don't – it really don't matter that much to me, man, because I know what wow. I can do. Yeah. To me, at this point, I just want to do what I do, be a great husband, be a great father, man, and – my life is good. You know, if, if I get that chance to go to the next level, it is what it is. If I don't, you know, I'll figure it out. You did it, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And plus, what the heck? You can take photos, man. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm excited about that. Take photos. You know, I do some cooking. So, um, you know, my life is going to be all right, no matter what, man. At the end of the game doesn't define me anymore. At one point it did, but. You know, now I, I put my hands in a lot of things, so I won't let one thing define who I am, you know, or the person I want to be. Johnny Dixon, cosmopolitan man. Johnny Lightning Dixon, as I, as I used to like to call you. They don't want to ask you, you know, you dedicated your first touchdown there in the uh, USFL to uh, – well, you dedicated a touchdown. I can remember if it was the first one or not, to uh, to the memory of Dwayne Haskins, Jr. Have you gotten over – I mean, you'll never get over that, but uh, uh, just for people – that weren't close to him. What, what, what stood out about him and, and how, well, obviously the news was shocking, but how shocking was it, I guess? And then number two, just what do you take with you that just is a positive vibe from your time with uh, Dwayne Haskins Jr.? Yeah. Um, super surprising. Um, me, Paris and Terry got a text message um, early that morning and it beat me up for a couple of days. Um, I'm not one that's good with death and, definitely with somebody that you were close with. Um, you never expect somebody so young to go so early. So, you know, it hurt. It hurt real bad. Um, I can't lie about it. Um, the other day, well, almost every day I'm scrolling through my pictures or something and I just see him and, um, <laughs> you know, it, rubs me, it, it still rubs me wrong, man. You know, it's tough because we, were, we weren't talking every day, but, like, we had that relationship where, you know, we see something, something good is going on and, any one of our lives, you know, we were, we were quick send a message to each other. So yeah. not being able to do that again, um, it hurts. Um, definitely with somebody that was so close. We were so close with, um, went to battle with every Saturday, every day of the week, you know, in summer workouts. Um, so, you know, it was rough, man. And the, the biggest thing I took away from, from him, um, his time here and my time around him was just the person he was always smiling and always happy, you know, that's the kind of guy I am. Like I'm always laughing and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, it was always good to be around him, man. He was always smiling, dude, no matter what he was going through, you know, ups or downs, he was smiling. So it's going to be rough, man, not to be able to just talk to my brother no more. You know, it sucks. Does it, did it enhance though your relationship with your wife, your, your kids? I mean, does it, do, you know, do, do you hug them a little bit more than usual now? You know what I mean? I mean, what, because, you know, any day, you know what I mean? Things can happen. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. I just, I couldn't imagine being in a parent situation where you lose your kid, man. 
just just how much I love my family, you know, my wife and my kids. Um, I just couldn't, you know, to definitely break me apart. So, yeah, I definitely hugged them, you know, harder than ever when I see them. Um, they actually were up here a few weeks ago. So definitely missing them, man. And, you know, oh. when things happen, it's tough. You know, you just want to be around people you love. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's jump real quick. Keon Gray's. You got you got to watch this guy work out in high school and stuff. Now he's at Ohio State. I thought he had a great spring, a little yeah. bit early in Rowley. Uh, he leaned on you for some guidance, et cetera, or at least you kind of showed up and he was trying to steal your. I think he was trying to steal your swag. But uh, <laughs> but but the point is, it just him in, in in particular. But the Ohio State wide receiver core, man, Brian Hartline has got it going on, doesn't he? I mean, in Ohio State, Ryan Day, but uh, just. Keon, and, and what, what do you see past that? Yeah, well, me and Keon met. Um, we were actually – we have the same receiver coach out in Arizona, um, guy that helped train us and stuff for the combine. Who's that? So he, huh? Who is that? His name is Cy. Yeah, okay. He's yeah. only got one name, like Cher. <laughs> in Jacksonville right now. But, um, okay. yeah, when we were out in Arizona, he's our, our receiver coach. But – um. Yeah, the first, we had one to train, and um, he didn't know who I was. Um, I think I might have had some Ohio State gear on it. He might have been talking about it or something like that. I'm like, yeah, you know, I went there or whatever. He's like, yeah, man, it was before he got the offer. He was like, yeah, man, I'm trying to get this offer right now. I'm like, you know, just keep working. You'll get it, whatever, whatever. And, um, you know, he ended up getting it, and he's always loved it. Like, from day one, he's always talked about it. So, And he's a hardworking kid, so it was, you know, it was easy to be around him, easy to go to work with him. You know, we used to go, you know, it gets hot in the summer in AZ. So we used to be working out like 6 a.m. in the morning, 6, 7 a.m. in the morning. And, uh, you know, he has that drive to be great. And I think he will be. So, um, you know, you just got to keep doing what he's doing, man. You know, the kid's already, he's, he's got some talent to him. You know, he's already got all the footwork and all that down. He's a playmaker. So um, Brian Hardline's definitely going to enhance his skills. You know, I think Brian is the best receiver coach in college football right now. And, you know, you can't – I don't care what nobody says. I, I, that's why I, I stand on it. So, you know, I think he'll be able to to possibly get in there this year and make some plays. If not, definitely next year. You know, I think he'll be one of the one of the, one of of the the guys that leave there, you know, with some influence for sure. Hey, real quick. I mean, when I first started covering the team in 1984, there was a freshman named Chris Carter on the team. You know what I mean? And uh, Ohio State always had one or two receivers every year that were pretty outstanding all the way through the, you know, the midpoint there when even Brian was there with Anthony Gonzalez and Ted Ginn Jr., Roy Hall, et cetera, right on up through. But are you stunned by how this has become? And, you know, I thought – and it's funny how it's become a place for great guys to go because, you know, you and and Terry McLaurin and Paris Campbell kind of like stayed, you know – Y'all had to stay through the duration to get your just due, but I thought the the uh, the wide receiver core uh, zone six really that was when it came to fruition was with you guys and stuff. Obviously, Michael Thomas before you guys, and uh, you know right on down the line. But uh, are are you are you stunned at where it's gotten to? I'm not. Um, I'm really not. Um, Brian's a, Brian Hardline is a guy that can go out and, I think, get any recruit that he wants. And he doesn't have to go out and be fake. Um, you know, he can go out and be himself because yeah. that's what you want to see when you get in the building. And when I played and when we played, that was the guy he was. You know, you know, you have to – once he got the head head receiver spot, you know, you got to be a little different. But, um, you know, he was the same guy. I can go and talk to him about anything. So, um, 
I think that's where it starts with him, you know, being able to go out and just work his magic, you know, do what he do. And then who doesn't want to play for Ryan Day? You know, if you ever meet the guy and sit down and talk with him, he's, he's as, as real as it gets. So, you know, all those guys play a, a major part in getting these dudes here. And if I have Ohio State offer, I'm definitely paying attention to it. And I'm not saying that just because I went there. Um, but, like, as a player, if you want to possibly get to the next level and not even just football, just in life, you know, we Ohio State sets you up with that. So, yeah. It, I wouldn't, go ahead. I'm sorry. But... I no, said, go, I ahead. Would, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I hate to. I hate these Zoom things. You talk over each other, but go ahead, though, Johnny. <laughs> no, that's all I – I just want to pass up the opportunity for sure. Yeah, that's all I have to say about Ryan Day. Now it's like uh, Forrest Gump. Uh, what is Ryan what, – what is special about him? Because, you know, you had uh, – you played for Urban Meyer, you know, mm-hmm. when, when things really took off there. Uh, Ryan Day and Urban Meyer are very not, very not the same person. You know what I mean? Uh, in all kinds of ways. Urban Meyer was an effective college football coach. So there's no doubt about it, no matter what happened at Jacksonville. And by the way, were you were you surprised by what happened to Jacksonville or do you expect that to happen uh, in, uh, eventually? Uh, I'd rather not talk about it, but, um, you know, it's, it's weird. You know, it's just, I don't know, I think it's just weird, the whole situation. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is, but, you know, I'd rather not talk about it. Okay. But but I just want you all threw it out there to you. But with, with Ryan – you know, is what well, we were getting to a while ago about the wide receiver core. You know, if, you know, if you're a wide receiver and you go to Ohio State, they're going to throw the football now. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt about it, right? And uh, 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 but on top of that, the quarterbacks that they've gotten. Yeah. Know, I mean, you know, you can go to a place and they're getting props. You're going to throw the ball, but the guy may be high and outside every other time. I mean, Absolutely. is it is it stunning to you how Ohio State is? Bec- well, I keep using that word. I know you're what you're going to say, but. Is it surprising that Ohio State's become basically one of the passing meccas of college football? No, because when, when the year I walked away for a little bit um, is the day Coach Datum came in and um, they brought me in and talked to me. He was like, you know, he told us what we were going to do. We we're going to be throwing the ball. And, you know, a lot of people said it and they don't stand by it. And you can see he transformed the offense into what he said he was going to do. So I don't know. He's a man of his word to me. Yeah. Yeah. But is it, <laughs> I, it but, but is it cool? I mean, to know that that's your alma mater. You understand what I'm saying? That uh, that they're not playing three yards in a cloud of dust. People still have that in their minds. It hasn't been three yards in a cloud of dust for decades, but it it's one of the premier passing schools in the country, right? If you're going to go recruit the best receivers and the best quarterbacks, you should be. You have yeah. to be. Best running backs, the best old line, you have to be. You know, we set ourselves up for it, and, you know, I think we're taking advantage of it now, and, you know, it's hard to stop. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're a receiver anywhere, why not look at Ohio State? I never yeah. understand. Like, I understand the NIL and all that stuff, but, you know, you, you do what you do. The money's going to come regardless, you know. So, I don't know. I, I just went past up the opportunity, man. And, like I said, we recruit the best, we get the best. So, I'm not surprised at all. I got you. One last question, and I'll let you go. I appreciate you joining me. Uh I've been chasing you like a cornerback for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Haven't caught you, finally caught you, but you're still going you're still going to high point and get the ball. And now, uh, through all that football jargon in there, is there one Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, mm-hmm. Rose Bowl? Wow! I mean, what 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 was just your take, and what is that guy's future in your opinion? His future is bright. Um, <laughs> yeah, 
I was like there. saying the sun came up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went there for the for to run through Pro Day again, um, like a year or two ago. And um just listening to Garrett and um Chris talk about him's like He's probably going to be the best to ever walk through here. And, you know, I hear that. You know, I've seen Mike. I've seen Devin, Paris, Terry. You know, I've seen a lot of guys. So it's like, you know, CC and all those guys, Joey. And the list goes on and on and on. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you hear things like that. And you're like, okay, whatever, man. You know, there's been some guys come through here. And then you just see them light it up. And you're like, you know, those guys see it more than we do. So, I mean, you know, I don't take nothing away from them. And, um. For for two guys to sit there and say that he's better than than both of both of them and both of them are elite elite, you know yeah. that's that's a, um he's a special kid and um yeah that Rose Bowl was insane <laughs> yeah we park and um one thing we always said in the receiver room is you know to start a riot somebody got to throw the first punch and he was throwing punches all over the place man he was insane that night I was gonna say it is so cool to watch a guy when everybody knows the ball is going to him. Yeah. And he still gets wide. I mean, still gets that space, creates that space, gets open, isn't it, Johnny? Uh, he's special, man. He, he's he's got something about him. He's just a football player. He's one of those guys that's a football player. Like I've I've been around CD last year and just saw him work, and he's like a football guy, like created to play football. And that's how Jackson is. He's just one of those guys that can go out there and do it. And I'm pretty sure he works his tail off too. No oh, doubt yeah. about. It. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, well, last thing, and we get out of here. Uh, if things go right for you, what happens? Where where are you in October or November this year? Are you playing for an NFL team? I mean, what what what, what if things go just just the way you want them to in the next couple of three, four, five weeks? Man, if if if, if it happens to happen that way, you know, I'll take it in stride. But um, if it doesn't, you know what it is, what it is. Like I said, I could be around my family, and you know, I've I've become such a family man. So I'm not mad about that one either. So you know, we'll see. You never know what the future holds, man, and. You know, I just keep working my butt off until we see what happens. Gotcha. Ladies and gentlemen, the legendary, in my opinion, Johnny Dixon, Johnny Lightning Dixon. Johnny, I'm glad to see you lighting it up in the USFL, man. Thanks for joining me on this Tim May podcast. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. And until next week, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you then. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.